Um, I think I have to make you a host now, right? Allow to record local files. Oh, try that. Host allows you to record the meetings. Ooh, that's Whoa, nice. look at us. We figured out Zoom. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. It's about okay. damn time. <laughs> In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to punk me up. You know that song? Not at all. You don't know that? Seriously? It's about damn time. It's about damn time. In a minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental man or woman to hum, funk me up. Feeling me I, up. No, it's not that. <laughs> Feeling to see in my. It's a good song. It's very good. Feeling fussy. It sounds kind of funky or groovy. It's very groovy. You're so white, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sounds kind of funky. About damn time. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to be singing hey. a Lizzo song, period. But a Lizzo, okay. Hey, my in a minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fabulous. Cause I give a fuck way too much, and it goes on from there. It's really good, actually. You should listen nice. to it. You should you should culture yourself a little bit outside of the radical face realm. Working on it. So this morning I got a um text from uh what do you call it uh, capital one and they're like hey was this charge Ooh. you and i was like i haven't heard of that and so i go to my account and sure enough someone in tennessee tried mm-hmm. to spend almost 200 dollars on my card um which was surprising because like i don't put my card in places i shouldn't that's you know not that's not a sexual thing i mean like <laughs> i meant like shady websites i'm not using shady websites you pervert um <laughs> i didn't say anything. You... <laughs> you just smiled and laughed the whole i time. started laughing after you made it you end up. and um and then i i did think for a second maybe somebody was trying to buy one of those like whatever what do we call them like gigamax vaccines maybe someone was like well he'd be okay with me buying this yeah. um and i will say this is not an, an ad but shout out to capital one because they had an alert on my phone within five minutes and they had canceled my card and sent me a new one within, I think, maybe 10 after that. Um, I won't get it Damn. for two or three days, but they were just like, is this it? Nope, this, I mean, nope, yeah, this, there's nope. There's only right. so much you can do. Well, they should have hand-delivered it, I think. Like, I, yeah. there should have been someone like at of? my door. Well, I'd say a couple hours of. Like, what if I needed yeah. to buy something online in those God couple of hours? So I think that's the one. That's why I'd give them three stars out of 10, is that they were really quick to respond. <laughs> but... They didn't deliver the card. It's like you had you this one thing going for you, but also the most important thing, like I need my credit card. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like I've always talked about because I work, you know, I work with a lot of realtors and um in marketing in my in my day job, and I talk to them a lot about how you know if you get a negative review and it's a and like the client's lying or they're off base or it's spam, uh-huh. like if you can't get it removed, it's best to respond as a professional because and like. Because what that will do is make the reviewer, because if there's ever a reply on a review, you always read it. So it's going to make the reviewer look worse and you look more professional. So mm-hmm. I love the idea, you know, negative reviews responding positively, hey, but Becky, I love the idea of you. You go fuck yourself. That wasn't your experience <laughs> at our restaurant. I you, call it bullshit. <laughs> you lying son of a bitch. You're it's at it again. It's always a good look for the company. <laughs> but I liked, um, I liked the idea of reading a review and it being like, didn't hand deliver credit card to me and <laughs> furious. And like all the reviews surrounding it are pretty legit. Like, you know, negative experiences yeah. that are very valid. And then there's one guy like, I fucking called them to bring it to me by noon because I needed to go to like fucking Golden Corral and there was no card for me and I went hungry. I then, did get and, my Golden and, Corral. And then you're reading that review and you're like, 
is this a troll or is this legit? <laughs> and in 2023, it's and you 50, never 50. know with those people. <laughs> what do you mean those people? Those comments <laughs> about those people. I saw your face mid drink. You're like, okay, well, <laughs> I didn't mean those people. <laughs> what a great start. I well, meant the other people. <laughs> Well, welcome back to uh, Everybody Loves... Nope, it's not Everybody Loves Raymond. It is Radical Face R Us, the <laughs> show where we consistently on a regular schedule talk about everyone's favorite uh, uh, cinematic storytelling album series. Say it with me now, Radical Face. The Thank family you. tree. Now, yeah, that's fair. Um, so uh, we're back. Um, I don't want to even try to figure out how long it's been. Um, but it's been here it's been quite a few months. Too long. Too long. Uh and the reason is because Nick had, I think, two limbs removed, if not no, it was two. Two two and a quarter, but rounding down. Um after being serious over here where I say we're hanging on by a thread. We're hanging on by a thread. He refuses to get that part fixed, which is very strange to me. And from what the doctors have said, detrimental to your long term health. Um but it was a long surgery. The surgery cool itself was last when I try and smack somebody. It's like they think they're safe and then it comes around the corner and hits them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it was a, it was a long surgery and a long recovery for you. And I'm just glad to mm-hmm. see you, you know, knocking them back as best you can. Um, so, but That's we are what back. I'll say right, we Combined are back and, with alcohol. Yep, and I and I tell them I I told I told you you can remember you remember me telling you this. Uh, you saying I need to record like let's do this let's record and me saying Nick you can't it's not good for your health you're missing two and a quarter limbs and you were like the the fans want it demand the ma- fans are demanding it you said you said the anesthesiologist <laughs> was a radical face RS fan and she was like it's such an honor to be knocking you out and then just <laughs> put the needle in you. <laughs> hmm. I said anytime. <laughs> anytime, baby. So uh, anything new in the music realm for you? Any new radical face news oh, that we should know in the meantime that's happened since then? Or No, there's <laughs> nothing to be heard of. He's still alive, right? He's still alive. He's still, okay, yeah. no, I know. <laughs> I just haven't heard anything. You, and you've knocked, you, have you checked on him or? Did we uh, say your names? The, I'm JD. I'm Nick. Yep. That's, and we're the hosts. One. Yep. Um, just FYI um, for that. Yeah, no, there's a there's a blog post, but I haven't. Uh, it's just it like a chicken pot pie recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Two cups chicken broth, one cup chopped carrots. Good stuff. Good jokes. Good bands. Oh, yeah. Well, that's we're, what we're, we're here for. That's what we're here for. And, you know, we will getting serious for a second. Mm-hmm. As we are. OK, nope, well, that was nope. You interrupted the second. We have to start again. Okay, so that was our serious second. Um, we normally do a kind of Christmassy time po- episode of, you know, th- this artist's Christmas music or holiday music, sorry, holiday music, and like our kind of roundups for the year for uh, the best of in terms of music and stuff. Um, we didn't do a holiday one this year for a few reasons, but we did still want to uh, narcissistically, mind you, share oh, yeah. uh, some of our favorite uh, songs and albums from last year. We so, know you crave it. You know, and and I I feel like we ruined a couple of Christmases by not having this done ahead of time. I know, um, and we felt a little bad about it, right? But it was Christmas, and like I'm with my family, right? Like I don't need to yeah. be 
worrying about like i need my me time like, i need to need... worry about all the people out there like I where's my list if i if i worried about everybody i'd have no time for me and yeah. i need to make sure i have me time um so we figured we'd, we'd share our top three uh songs and albums from last year um just so that we could get that off our chest because we've been holding on to it for so long but also because um so long it's maybe been like at least a month it's been a, oh god and not like february 28 days i'm talking like a 30 to 31 day month you know not even mm-hmm. a leap year february um no. but uh but yeah so we figured we Monty. would <laughs> so we figured we would just kind of go over it a bit do you want to do i'll do you want to do albums or songs first we'll Let's do top do three albums quick okay top three albums uh i'll go first and then you do your both yeah i'll just go whatever um yeah, so I'll do top my spoken three. word bit and then <laughs> you're like over the holidays you're like i think i found a way to improve the podcast <laughs> i'm gonna do a weekly spoken word segment. um so yeah top three albums for me uh coming in at number three is wilco's new album cruel country their Ooh. double album um that was one that really really grew on me over a couple that i thought were surefire hits for the top five um, but it's uh, it's a double as like 21 songs. Um, it's very it's little more country ish, hence the name Cruel Country. They've always been kind of in the press, been like a border country band. And so they kind of dipped a little bit into it. But it what results in it is kind of the the low points of their previous couple albums. Those sorts of songs are kind of gone now. And it's very for 21 songs. It's really consistent. Um, beautiful lyrics from Will, um, from Mr. Tweedy, and yeah, Cruel Country, really, really great. Um, number two, wouldn't be a JD list without this. Uh, Bleed Out by the Mountain mm-hmm. Goats. Um, you know their their album of the year. They do one basically every year now, <laughs> or pretty close to it. Um, but what I loved about it, it's it's kind of a concept album of like I think twelve songs, all inspired by like eighties and seventies like action movies, like you know your Scarface types, your Miami Vi- Miami Vice types of movies. Um, and they're all like I little robot. stories. I wrote, ro- <laughs> yep, just like, uh, yeah, I robot as uh, in there too. Um, but uh, just like, they're almost kind of little revenge stories, you know, and they're, they inhabit characters that um, are, are not people that you would normally be. Like one is uh, the, the, the refrain of one of them called hostages is we may run out of bullets, but we're never going to run out of hostages. And it's Ooh. very, it's a very good song, but uh, uh, Bleed Out by the Mountain Goats comes at number two. And number one for me was the 1975's new album, Being Funny in nice. a Foreign Language. This, I had, I, I, we talked about this, I think the other last episode where I was like, hey, you should listen to this. Um, I had not really listened to the 1975 before. A couple of, their, like there are a couple of hits. Um, uh-huh. And something about this album, I, it's like the perfect mix of bleachers and then, straying from it because it's produced by jack antonoff right um and i i mean literally it displaced alex cameron who i thought would make it, it displaced dawes who i thought would make it would it displaced wilco and the mountain goats to get to number one yeah it's like it's i think for a honestly, band you had never really given any time for, to exactly well, exactly what, yeah november? T- t- till november shooting up to album of the year um it's 11 songs and it's one of those very rare albums i can't think of off the top of my head, Viva La Vida is one of them, but I can't. I know there are a couple others in my head. Um, it's one of those albums that does not have one Silver track Ball. that I would skip. Silver Ball, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Silver Ball is the one that I'd go back to time and time again. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, being funny in a foreign language to me is are there like eleven songs? There's not one that's bad. There's not one that I go that one's okay. The other are ten, they're all fantastic. So it's fantastic. I 
Yeah, you. Got I remember after you, you and yeah, came in and at I, number four for me. Oh, but that's not after like one. two weeks of. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to compare. I'm just okay. saying okay. I liked it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, chill. Fine. All right. Uh, so you go now. Your top three albums of 2022. And top for the record, of- I know you guys were wondering this. This is not albums we listened to in 2022. It's music that was released in 2022. Yes. It's not going to be like, distinction. Yep. I, it's not like, oh, I heard this album for the first time from, you know, guess Simon who Garfunkel. I found the Beatles, the Beatles. Um, you know, what's a real quick side note. Noel Gallagher just announced a new album this week. Um, from Oasis. Uh, n- no, um, but but there's all these art. There's these little rumors now that they might actually reform for the first time in forever, which again, they're not going to, but apparently Liam tweeted about Noel being open to it or some shit. Like it's just whatever, he's open to it. I'm not because the, the, the the conversation it's (laughs) has come up again of, you know, will they, will they um, reunite? And then the, and then the conversation was, will the, if they reunite, would you rather them do a tour or a new album? And there were people oh. on both sides of that. Um, but what was funny was somebody who was on the side of that's a fun um, question. going on tour was saying like the album's not going to be whatever. We're, our hopes are all going to be too high for it. It's not going to be what we think it is. It's going to be contrived. Um, and or no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is the reverse. That someone made that point, but somebody was saying they would rather have a new album because that's new material from their favorite band and seeing and yeah. someone and like and this person was saying seeing them live is overrated and it's funny because it's like there were literally comments <laughs> that said the exact opposite but what they said was um someone was like i am you know i'm in my they, they had seen oasis a couple of times in the 90s and said i don't want those spoiled by going to a show where Noel's only there for the money and liam doesn't sound like to be disappointed oh. and what he said but this is all to get to one point um People were the one guy was like, well, I was born the year that definitely maybe came out. So like, I've never had the chance to see them and yeah. I don't feel like they're my favorite band. So I feel like I should it'd be fair to see them. And someone said, Noel once said something like, um, I, di- I didn't get to see the Beatles tough shit. So he doesn't really <laughs> seem to care about if people get to see them live. And I was like, that is such a noble quote to be to. And it's a good point though. We're like, they're influenced by the Beatles more than anybody else, but he's like, I don't get to see them. So f- tough shit. Like you've got that the music. Is, so that's um, amazing. Yeah. Anyway. So your top three albums, <laughs> my top three albums. I don't like, it was almost, almost a disappointing year of music for me. There's a lot of good stuff. But just compared to the last couple of years where I felt like every year I'm like, this is the best year of music and mm-hmm. so long. And like all these 20 albums speak to mm-hmm. me. I, like I had a bunch that I like. Those really 2 a.m. calls were really getting frustrating, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like yeah. this year of reprieve was very nice. Well, it was the whole year. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of great stuff, but just nothing that I was like, damn, this is knocking me off my socks, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um off so, your socks or out of yep, your socks? Out of my both. Uh, okay, <laughs> you stand out on socks off. well. <laughs> up to then off. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> so I'm interested uh, to see what ones did make the top. Then, if it was more of like a middling year for you, than like a you know off your socks kind yeah, of year. Yeah, which actually leads. I have another. We'll go after this. Uh, but number three came in "Quitters" by Christian and Lee Hudson. Four for me. No, four, four or five. One. Of, yeah, four or five. Uh, yeah, I don't. It, it's a really good follow-up. Yep, it is surprisingly so because the yeah. the pre the first one beginners is like, um, very close. It to was perfect. such a high bar for yes, yes, exactly. 
exactly a first album too yeah i i was apprehensive but i really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um that -hmm. was great um one of my favorite sorry this is a relevant story (laughs) one of my favorite interactions you and i have had this year or last year uh, and i and say i say this with you know 20 years of interactions with you was we were talking about uh his new album or we're talking about touring or something like that and yeah. then we, you were like, we were talking about Christian coming to Ferndale or whatever, like coming to a, sh- he was playing near you and yeah. you had seen him earlier in the year opening for bright eyes. Yeah. Um, and so what you said, and you weren't like, I've, I'm a massive bright eyes fan. You're like, you had like a few of the songs I would yeah. say. So you texted me, we were talking about that. And your text was something like, if I would have known he was touring now, I wouldn't have gone to see him open for bright eyes. <laughs> and I was just like okay like, i don't know what to tell you i was like there's nothing i can do about that but it was funny i want you to fix it for me it was, it was such a piece of information you and i would say to each other but i was just like i don't know what to tell you dude you went like tough shit. i didn't get to I see the beatles tough shit. it just i don't know why it tickles me but whenever i think about those two texts i'm like it makes me laugh so much it was such a normal conversation and i was like yeah. i don't know okay uh anyway number two number two every shade of blue by the head and the heart mm. Mm. another like the the singles for this album were incredible to me and then it came out and i was almost disappointed getting like theme coming back like wow none of this stands up to the singles mm-hmm. um but then it really really grew on me over time and i went and saw them and they were incredible uh so yeah Virginia, so have you? Oh, I'm sorry about. Sorry, Virginia is one of the songs, I believe, right? Yeah, that was the lead. Yeah, never mind. No, not. I'm, I'm, oh, okay, no, I was going to okay. give a special shout out, but it's going to come back. Okay, cool. Bed, um, so. so I loved Head in the Heart when they're for yeah. their first two albums. I saw them at Frederick Meyer early on, oh. which was it was it was I think it was the same show. No, it was two different shows. It was really really good though. The third album came out, and it was sort of that. Uh, one of the one of the idea or uh, opinions was that it was a little bit of their sellout album like they kind of yeah um and i i pros and you know or like yes and no to that for me but mike but re- regardless i still fell off the bandwagon after the first right. two so you've is it fair to say you've listened to them consistently or i guess my question is not really okay because my, my question was going to be how does this compare to the last two albums but if you don't, you know. Yeah. So the third one, which is <clears throat> the third one, which is funny. That's like, yeah, you're right. That's like the their we got a little poppy. album, which I have. Yeah, it gets a little poppy. And sure. the next one I love. That's when I kind of got back in. Oh, interesting. I, like okay. in high school was in the first album and I mm-hmm. never got into the second or third. Interesting. But the fourth one, which is like even more in that pop direction. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Okay. And then okay, that's good to know. This one is it's it's almost like a I don't know. In some ways it's a step forward, in some ways it's a step back. Mm-hmm. Um I don't quite know how to categorize it, but sure. Um as sure. a bit of both, but okay. not nearly as indie as like the first one. Um, but uh okay. yeah. Okay, right on. And so then coming in at uh numero uno. Dragon New Warm Mountain, I believe in you. Uh, by Big Thief. Sorry, say that one more time. I missed that. Dragon, New Warm Mountain. I believe in you. It is. And that's one sentence. Just 
an atrocious album title. <laughs> it's the it's most so fucking long. I, uh, Big Thief are fantastic, but they have like really leaned into the memeiness of their band. Like, yeah, for them to come out and say like them as a band to say we have a double album and it's called all of that gibberish. Like, it, like it's so Big Thief to do something. Like I know. I I know. I yeah. Half the like half the singles on this came out last year. This is an early release, uh, double albums. There's just a ton of shit in there. It's so good. And I don't like, I, f- I fell off of them a little bit after I went and saw them because I just had like a the weird show experience, a weird experience there. Yeah, and I, yeah. But I just, I came back to it in prepping for this and just couldn't. I was like, this is so fucking good. I can't take away anything mm-hmm. from any of this. Moving on to songs. I'm very, I'm, I'm always interested to see how your top songs line up with your top albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my top three. So I will give um, an honorable mention, like I said. One I would. overlap. So far, far. So far. One overlap. With the albums, right? Mm-hmm. No what? total for me. I'm giving you a spoiler. <laughs> Wait. What do you mean one overlap? Oh, there's... No- oh, shit. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I didn't... I'm... The thing that you just said you were interested yeah, in finding yep, out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so my honorable mention is going to go to um, Wild Child by The Black Keys um love the black keys i think they're and that you know that's yeah they're great and stuff um they're i get the whole like oh they became a little too commercially whatever uh but they did their comeback album a couple years ago or maybe three four years ago and i was like oh it's pretty good and then this album came out i think it's i forget what it's the actual album is called um but a dropout boogie dropout boogie uh but i wild child was like the first single and it just it, it hand to god it's really every good. I put it on every playlist that I need. Every time someone's heard it for the first time that I know, they've gone, "What song is this?" Because this is good. Like it's just fucking. It's such a good mm-hmm. song. Um, and the there are other. It, yeah, it's just like a good like brown bounce, brown brown brown. It's it's good. So that's my honorable mention. So top three. Um, number three is "Mark on You" from the Mountain Goats album "Bleed Out." Um. That for whatever reason, that one to me is the best is my is the is my favorite song on it because it's it's a very interesting musical thing for them, um, like style for them. But John, it was it's a song where John singing starts very not flat, but very like just uh, a professional just singing, singing, singing. And then as it goes on and on, you get you hear the little like John, John Darnielle twinge, you know, like the yeah, like eventually there's a line where the guy he just goes make peace with your family and he's like real you just it just feels like this character that's like super fucking into it um there's a lot of amazing songs on that album but that one to me sticks out as the one that is my favorite and then number one or sorry number two wow Um, number two is prescription refill by alex cameron um that's a cool choice I, i am obsessed with that song that song was song of the year for me until my number one came out which matches my number one album um but I, prescription refill to me is just it's so i it's one of those things where like every cylinder just fires perfectly for me the lyrics the 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 relating to it as like a millennial and someone in his early 30s and you know my late 20s um the the horns the the melody all of it to me is just so fucking great um his his album as a whole is probably my least favorite in a few years um it's one where like That's the fair. singles are great but there's a couple that i Pumping don't care for bit. yeah yeah well it's <clears> funny <throat> because it's like it's like nine nine seven nine eight eight yeah. four 
four where it's like there's there's like 30 percent of the album that i'm just like uh uh-uh but the other 70 i'm like yeah yeah Um, it's funny best life came in at four for me but prescription refill didn't stand out too much the first couple times but after we saw him it really really shot up for that that was exactly what happened to me where i i maybe a little bit less of a gap where i was like i really mm-hmm. like this song but it's not and like a you know it's not like a marlon brando or anything to me right and then we saw it live and i was like oh my gosh that was so good and it like, really are you marlon brando are you you might be um so pre- prescription refills number two it's the song that I, I i told my girlfriend a couple of times well again this is this is where my memory of it starts we're listening to it and I go, this is probably going to be song of the year for me. She goes, I know that is the third or fourth time you have told me that. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Um, but number one for me is of course the 1975. And the one that I went with was looking for somebody to love. Ooh, um, nice. That is again, it's an album of almost all tens to me. Like the lowest is an eight. Um, that one was very close with the song, the wintering, which is also a perfect Winter 10 for great. me, but looking for somebody to love is just, it's it's everything I love about bleachers snip, in a snip. slightly different way. It is like <laughs> it's the it's the roller coaster and the um oh my god, why this is our third take of this uh, little segment right here. No, but I was trying to think of um shit the uh, the first one that I said. Dun 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 I wanna get better. Holy I wanna shit. get better. Dude, it's been a week. Fucking um it is this everything is I love about bleachers. Uh like there, I want to get better or stop making this hurt or how dare you want from more. blinding lights from to... blinding lights to <laughs> to reckless love. Um, but it's just like this, it's like looking for somebody to love is just fun. Like you can't help but yeah, but dance to it. And some of the lyrics always make me laugh. I'm getting I'm kind of understanding the whole like Maddie Healy, the lead singer and songwriter, like his bit, like what his like whole thing is. But there's one of the lyrics that's like I want to show him he's a bitch. I want to fuck him real good. And it's like, it's talking about like fucking somebody over for bitch. a girl, I think. But yeah. just the way he sings, it makes me laugh every time because like, Same. it's something that Matt Berninger in the national does a lot where it's like, it's super kind of cocky or arrogant, but yep. it's in a, it's from a place of, we have all felt like that even for 15 minutes before. Yeah. We've all felt like that arrogant one. And so that one for me, one is, num- is number one because it's it always catches me fun. by surprise when that line comes out. I want to show him he's a bitch. Yeah. You're like, excuse me. Um, but no, it's just, it's one of those songs that lit- hand of God, I was making a dessert right before we did this and I had my headphones in and that came on and I just stopped deserting and danced for about three minutes uh-huh. and then went back to making the dessert. So uh, yeah. What do you got? Nice. Uh, so honorable mention grow up tomorrow by the beaches. Mm. Okay. Never okay. heard of them. Same. Just, I don't know how I stumbled on them on Spotify. Fucking blew my socks off. It's so good. That is, I've just been uh, jamming to that song right on all December. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Top three. Number three, Shotgun by Soccer Mommy. Mm. Also new for me this year. Mm-hmm. Never really listened to her before. Mm-hmm. She's got some great stuff. Um, we were just talking literally before we started recording that I'm going to go see them see soccer mommy open for the national. Yeah. Um, I'm super jealous of that. Uh, and that you know, would be really cool. You. Hey, uh, fine. Oh yeah. Cause she has a new, she has, Oh yeah. She did have a new album come out this year or last yeah. year. Sometimes yeah, forever. Yeah. It's like definitely maybe she's, it's just a Beatles ripoff, bro. Yeah. 
Yep. Exactly. I, I, I've got, uh, I'm going into the studio next month. Did I tell you that yet? Uh, or no, talk about I it? saw it on Insta. Yeah. Oh yeah. You saw the cool, the cool cryptic post. <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna go back yeah. in the studio next month and Very I mysterious. already have a name for, um, the new project, like the new EP or album, depending on how much money I save. Um, but I have a, I know what the title is going to be, but I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, it's so funny because the title of, uh, the first EP is lost machines, which is a quick lyric from, um, who knows, which is one of the, you know, my, my single, my hit, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, but it's so funny because I was talking to her and I was just like, the funniest thing about that song to me is that I don't, or that album is that I don't know what lost machines means. Like <laughs> if you go back to this, if you go back to the, the, that verse in the song, hand to God, I can tell you what every single part of that verse means, except for that one line. I don't except know what I meant that came out that, that the became the, the title of the EP. Uh, and it's, until yeah, now, because like, the next album is found machines. Cause you figured it yes, out. Yes. 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 The next album is found machines. Um, because it's, it's kind of a two piecer. I I'm taking yeah. after the family tree, um, <laughs> but you bet your ass. We'll be talking about that. Once I have stuff to release Third album lost again, <laughs> Third album. shit. Have you seen my machines? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, go on. Uh, number two, Every Shade of Blue Overlap, Virginia, paren- parenthetical, Wind in the Night. Mm. It's out Love of it. Yep. It is so fucking good. That's okay. that's one probably the most throwback to their first album off the album. Mm. First or second single, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it got me super stoked for the album. It's fantastic. And actually, okay. they... They did like an acoustic EP afterwards. Mm. Almost like the acoustic version better. It's either way. It's great. But. That's a, that's a good uh, sign though. When yeah. the, when you can't determine between the, the, the acoustic version. I know yeah, yeah. both of these are fucking great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Number right. one, weird goodbyes. Oh yes, yep. The yep. That came in tight on my. Bear. I mean, yep. how it's just—it's incredible. Oh, it's so good. It. it really is. I was moving them around every time, all the like all the weeks leading up to making this, and then you know you get to a point where you're just like, nope, this is number one. This, yep. you know, yep. you can't. Yep. This no, is that it. was one that was in the mix for me. I my favorite. I I'm a national fanatic, right? They're number yeah. two for me under after the Mountain Goats. And I remember remember. cherry tree member over here, purposeful cherry tree member. (laughs) Um, But I remember, you know, when the song came out uh, on the side, so um, part of the reason, I think one of the reasons why I started liking them more than I did originally was that Matt and I have the same singing register, which is on the lower, it's a baritone. So it's on the lower end of, I think it's a baritone on the lower end of the spectrum. And what was, and what's cool about that is that I've always loved singing, but always thought I was really bad at it. Uh, because the songs I was trying to sing, like the Killers or you know stuff like Brandon Flowers, were all tenors. Voice, were all tenors. They were like way out of my range. And um, oh, look at that. There's my national tattoo. See, as Ew. I do that. Um, and so I not. I don't think I'm a great singer. I think I am capable. I'm just um, 
I'm as good just, as Matt Bernie. As, I'm just, well, but it's just that like there's not a national song no, that know. I can't sing. Yeah. So I just love, but anyway, all that to say the national, the weird goodbye starts with the line, uh, memorize the bath water, memorize the air or something like mm-hmm. that. And I remember someone's when the song came out quoting that and then unread it saying underneath it, that is the most national lyric ever written or something like that. And I'm like, that, that was me. I so told you about bad. that. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Those, it, it was. Yep. The bath that's water. national. Yep, yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh <laughs> because it's so true. It was, it's so spot on. Um, did you see the thing about, so they have a new album. They just announced a couple of days ago when we're recording mm-hmm. this, but weird goodbyes isn't on it. Have you seen all the news about that? No, I noticed so, that it wasn't, it wasn't on, on but yeah. I haven't read anything. Else. So they have, so they have a little caption on the, um, on the pre-order where it talks about the flexidisc. Cause we're, I'm a member of the fan club, um, that you get with weird goodbyes. And it says something like, this will be the first this would be the first physical edition of this song until um, it's new home or un- until weird guys oh. new home. And then Aaron, who's one of the Aaron Desner in the band on Instagram, when he was talking about the album said, can't wait for everyone to hear this music and thank you. Um, and thank you. And for those of you asking weird goodbyes is also You're part welcome. of something very special comma. We made a mountain of music. We love wink face. Whoa. So, so there will probably be another album within the next 12 months after this one is released. Um, this album is called That's first uh, first two pages of Frankenstein and some people think the next one might be last two pages um, it might be a little on the nose of so I'm Mary not sure. Shelley of Mary Shelley <laughs> yeah. That's the third album. That's the EP. <laughs> They're doing Cash Mary Shelley. Coldplay style. Yeah. <laughs> um, Second, but it's, third but it, pages. <laughs> But the first two pages, pages the first two pages of frankenstein volume one <laughs> the first two pages of frankenstein volume two um but it's exciting that there that there will probably be another album or ep that follows this pretty quickly yeah. that will have weird goodbyes but no That's love really it love exciting. it love it okay now just because we promised to keep it short and we've obviously succeeded mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. occurred a question occurred to me disappointment album of the year Ooh, I have an actually pretty quick answer to that. Um, yep. Do you want to go first, though? Because you brought it up. The Misadventures of Doomscroller. Really? Was super excited for it. No Love the first single. I think I've listened to it twice. Oh, no. That's insane. Yeah. I don't, I, also, I don't know if it's crazy. something about how all the songs are 12 minutes long. I don't. That's the, the and that's the like that it's funny. The reason it's insane is because that was album, I think four or five for me. That was really that was five for me. Um, but no, it's supposed to be the jam band album, right? Where they're just like yeah. the fucking nine, the, the first single is nine minutes long, and then mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so that didn't really hit for you, no, uh, yeah. I, I mean, fair play, maybe it's because I haven't given enough of a chance, but I don't know. It just never took it, took yeah. Off. It's funny because I, I really like it. It was, like I said, it was number five for me. I think it's really good, but it also is one that is hard to go back to because of the lengths. Mm-hmm. There's not a four minute song that you can pop on. Yeah. From, it's know. like trying to put Coloratura onto a playlist. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What yeah. the fuck are we listening to? <laughs> um, it's exactly, that's a perfect example. Uh, but no, I thought it was really good, but I, like, it's, I feel like, They've been kind of leaning a little jam bandy, jam mm-hmm. bandy Dawes has been. And I think they really needed to flex this muscle. And I think 
what I love from this album is how fucking skilled they all are as musicians. Yeah. But it's not one I'm going to go back to that much compared to some other ones. So like it had going that direction has its drawbacks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. But you, yeah, that's a, that's a good choice. I mean, I, I, I disagree. Totally but, uh... <laughs> no, yeah, but no, I get it. Yeah, no, but that's fair. Um, For me, it's a bit of a cop out. It's not, but I'm going to say Weezer's um, seasons series that they did. Okay. Yeah. So they did uh, Weezer did an EP for each season, spring, summer, you know, autumn, fall or autumn, winter. And they were like supposed to kind of fit the theme of it and the mood of it. And very good pick. It's, it's frustrating because I like every EP is six to seven songs. So if you think about it, we got like 27, 28 Weezer Mm -hmm. songs last year. The problem for me is that, there's one, maybe two killers on each yes, season. Ex- exactly. And I and get what garbage. they were I get what they were trying to do with it. And I think that's very weasery and very cool. But mm-hmm. I think they, they sometimes lean too far. It's not even that what they do is bad, but they lean too far into genres I don't really care for. Um, like there are a couple songs that get a little bit like almost like rock operatic where they have like different segments and it's kind of like normal kind of pop rock song, and then it becomes very like yeah. Bum 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 bum. You know, it's kind of just weird stuff combined. And yeah, there were there were two. It was like every EP had one or two that I thought were really good, and maybe one or two that I thought were decent, and then a couple that I just did not care for. Yeah. And I was disappointed by that, I would say. Yeah, same. When the last season dropped. Mm-hmm. I saw it and then they like packaged it as like all four together. Right. So like mm-hmm. I went to the album and I scrolled. Yeah. Yeah. Forever, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, is this a whole new album? Cause I didn't recognize any of the songs. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I scrolled past the one or two that I liked and was just like quickly looking and didn't see them. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it was like, Oh no, no, no here's this is here's the whole couple, thing. But yeah. Yeah. It was just, it Enough was a cool a idea. For me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I've listened to e- all of each one, and there are so many just mildly mm-hmm. forgettable pieces that it was just like by the time, like you said, by the time winter came out, I like wasn't excited. I was more just yeah. like, oh right, there's another Weezer EP, like, and I oh, love Weezer. Oh, it's wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's me. That's me. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, so then, do you want to get to the uh, the main course? Let's do it. So we're back with our food and our drink. Yep. And Frank. um and our Frank. opinions on radical face. Frank. Frank. I don't remember the other part of that song. <laughs> I wish you Something. just kept doing Frank. that the rest of the Something. episode. Frank. As I kept talking every five seconds. Frank. <laughs> so radical face, the family tree, the leaves. The leaves Talk this to is me, the baby. last part of the series. The family tree is coming to an end. Why that means it's like everyone's dying off. Yeah, I was supposed to say it's genocide. Uh, The album series, at least, is concluding today. Words are important. Yep. Today being 2016. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if that was revealed that all of these podcasts were recorded seven years ago? (laughs) We sat on these for a hot minute. Also, we'd like a little props for how much we nailed what kind of music is going to come out in the next yeah. 10 to, years. To a note, dude. Like, yeah. literally 100%. Anyway, go on. 
Um, yeah. So the last, the last album in the Family Tree series, um, the leaves ten songs wraps it all up. He has what two more after this? Two more albums or three more or something like that? So this is really kind of almost it. Um, well, hey, this has been great. Full, Thank you guys so much for joining LP us on this journey. Wise therapy is next. Uh, it's the next EP he did, and then. Oh. He's got a couple of small, uh, very small EPs. There's the uh, Sun, Moon, something else project. Three songs. Um, something else project. Yep. The so Missing there's... Film, there, which was like an instrumental album, mm-hmm. which we will cover in the B-sides. We won't do a whole episode on it. Okay. Um, and then In Hollow, which is another EP collection of singles. Yeah, six um, songs. It looks like so. Yeah. As far as like full length albums, this is his. That's last actually one really interesting. That was six, you know, six six years ago and some change. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I do believe he's working on something, but not not much news. I don't believe it. To be honest with you, I don't believe it. <laughs> you said you believe he is. I don't believe he is. I don't know what to tell you. Um. But we'll uh, just have to agree to agree. <laughs> so, um. I would love to hear your opinions on this track or on this album um, from a, from a bird's eye view. If you had wings and could fly like the birds on my arm here, um, <laughs> what would you think about the album? Um, I'd like it. I don't know that it's my favorite in the series. I think it is a, in many ways, those aren't fitting... mutually exclusive though. I know you can like it and it doesn't have to be your favorite. That's why it was two separate thoughts. Say dick. <laughs> Go on. I think in many ways it is a fitting ending to this project. Um, Some great lyrics and very I don't know, similar themes to the rest of the albums that has been explored throughout the series. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of the songs do have more of a ending or like this project's coming to a close vibe with those sure exploring those themes um but yeah okay cool. what about you so if you remember back to the last episode we had i would say mm-hmm. we we argued more than we had on any previous episode and i think it was very it was very passive but it was very much like us trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here and yeah. The the end like one of the results of that was deciding that I'm going to read more of the lyrics uh and not think about the story as much. Mm-hmm. The family tree aspect. You can't See get if, over the fact that it's part of something larger. Exactly. Well, that I'm that I'm thinking of each song as a piece yes. of a puzzle that does not stand on its own. Right. So that was very freeing for me, this album. And Good. I really enjoyed this album. Um, I do think I do agree that I don't know if it's my favorite um, from the series. Yeah. Um, and I think I know what might beat it if there is one. But I think if it's not my favorite, it's cl- it's a close second. Um, yeah. And I think Good. that part of it was reading, uh, reading and listening to the lyrics without just like there were certain times that I tried to go. There is no story here. Just listen and see what you get. And yeah. sometimes that failed. There's a couple of songs where I was like, there was no way I couldn't think of the story here. Um, but there. I think doing that <laughs> really made portrait. me, uh, look at you. <laughs> that's not even the one that I'm looking at. <laughs> okay. Um, but 
I think uh, one of the things I appreciated from it outside of that is that like it was the perfect amount of musical evolution for him where there's a few things on this yeah. album that you hear for the first time. And, well, mm-hmm. at least to me, the first time on an album from him that I was like, this is Agreed. a great mix of pushing a little bit, but staying very true to who you are. Yeah. Uh, and I re- even though there are a couple times where I don't care for it too much, there's a lot I appreciate about that because that yeah. to me is or more interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I really, I, I, I will say that I um enjoyed my, my research, my homework more this time than I had previously. And it was homework. Well, <laughs> more so like it's different because um I don't, know anything so i'm listening yeah. to these things for the first time or no, the first few times yeah yeah but and i will say i think we talked about this a bit but i think the bastard was probably the most like that for me because yeah. it, it was a collection of eps so that made it a little disjointed a little disjointed yeah exactly yeah but, but yeah so liked, liked it a lot all right well then uh unless you have anything else off the top of your head you want to jump into no Secrets, man. cellar door. So, what do you think? Musically, I think it's great. Um, I think it's a cool. I think one. Th- I, I was thinking about this. I listened to it one last time. The album on the way to and back. The house I'm moving into uh, after this place, which we'll get to that. We'll talk about that out- offline. Um, but um, I think one thing I was paying attention to that, in that last listen through was the dynamics of a lot of the songs and something. There's it just feels. The dynamics feel more dynamic to me. The highs and lows musically, not like favorite or least favorite, but like, okay, so you've a gong apparently. Um, (laughs) They feel um, there's more there. It feels like there's more difference to me. And it feels like there's a few songs. They've had a lot of songs historically. He has that kind of start, kind of acoustic and then build, you know, Um, but something about not just just like I tried to show. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. That that was a perfect part of it. And I love that, but I feel like there are songs on this album that they do it. He does it differently than yeah. he's done previously. Or it's not just like acoustic, like this one, acoustic, 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 and then everything kind of comes in. Um, that works really well. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. But yeah. if that's what everything is, it gets tiring. Um, but I love it. And I think my favorite lyrics were exactly the ones that you just shared, actually, in that clip. The... And then I cried because all my life I have known something was off, but you just shrugged and said it ain't just you. And to me, it's a prime example of when I unlink myself from this idea of it's these gifts that they have and these things that they're doing and and, Mm -hmm. they can see this. I go, I know how that feels. And so it was a, it was a great example of disconnecting myself from the story and then having my own feelings on it and then getting to hear the story later. So I enjoy it. I think it's a really good song. Yeah, great, that's it. Great start. I, Sorry, last thought. Nope. Last thought, I promise. Great start to the album, especially Agreed. talking about how we haven't anymore. They don't, he doesn't have to do like a little instrumental track or like the very ambient track. Just kind of lead it off right into it. I think it's very good. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a really strong opener. Um, 
then yeah, I wrote like I I feel like the I <laughs> I can see now my my phrasing, I think is partially coming from like our previous conversations on albums because I wrote I really like the journey of this song at its core. Uh, <laughs> trying to separate it from, from the story. Yeah, it's a song about feeling isolated and different, and then finding someone who shares that and the solidarity that comes with that. And I think that's really beautiful and super relatable. Yeah. Um, and I feel yeah. like there's a song that comes back to this theme later in the album too, mm-hmm. like that kind of core concept you just talked about. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Um, yeah, musically, I really I agree. I think there's a couple things that he does slightly different than normal, and that plays well. I like the dissonant, like radiating notes in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I Very really cool. strong so opener. I agree. Uh, I think this is one of the first ones that I really like gravitated to when I when I found him. Got it. I get why too. I get why too. It feels like this is probably a very like uh, kind of douchey thing to say, but I feel like he feels he sounds very confident in what he's doing now. Yeah. Where I feel like the first couple albums, or the first one specifically, maybe he was like, you know, he's trying this new thing musically. He's trying to figure out what's going on. Story wise, trying to figure out what's going on. And I think by now, after doing that for so long, a song like this feels like it's popping into a rhythm, but not in like a redundant way where it's just yeah. like, I know what I'm trying to do. I know how I want to do it. I'm going to create something that that expresses both of those things and, and pops your uncle. Yeah. And it works. Right. Um, it just feels very radical face, but also not like in a contrived way, like in a very refreshing way. Yeah, agreed. And like for how how specific and like, there are a lot of lyrics and verses in like the storytelling of this song that can uh-huh. get a little into the minutia of like the, the powers that they have right. in this line. And like when we'll, I'll get in the story in a second, but like overarchingly it is still relatable in that sense of, yeah, right. it's just right. I feel like there's no one else like me. And then you find someone you're like, Oh, actually like I'm not alone. That's that's like when you found that, when you found that furry community, you were like, I feel like finally, I was like, finally I found my home. Yeah. And you know, there, yeah. Yeah. never mind. Anyway, I had an actual thought, but it's not interesting enough. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was a good start. Good start. Should we go to the next track? Uh, No. uh, Oh, this story got it. The whole time I was thinking, I was thinking the story's coming. We'll go on. Uh, so this is Bella, uh, Southern Snow, uh, one of the children from that song, uh, and is also Abigail's granddaughter, winds up living next door to Judah's grandson uh, from the Crooked Kind, uh, Judah from uh, Pound of Flesh. Uh, and they both find out, just neighbor kids become friends, and they both find out that they can interact with the dead in different ways. and. Uh, relate to each other yeah That's so cool wow so it's the sixth sense it's the it's the sixth sense except that she can bring things back from the dead like the baby bird yeah like the bird? baby bird exactly baby bird. yeah okay and See, he sees smart. dead people <laughs> um should we move just on just like then? sylvester stallone like uh, sylvester stallone yep <laughs> uh the next song Rivers in the dust. Yeah, 
So rivers no. to dust. What do you think? Uh, I like it. Just in case I just cut that, by the way, we just talked about yeah. tattoos for a couple of minutes. Nick doesn't have one yet. I've got a few. Nope. And so the laughter was us cutting into from tattoos to this. So rivers yeah. to dust. It's, it, the laughter is from us just being naturally funny and then cutting yeah. into we our natural segment. Them. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to hear everything. Um. I, I like it. I think it's a good follow-up to Secrets. Um, the beginning feels, feels musically fairly similar to Secrets, but then the ending mm-hmm. changes into a more gritty musically than his usual stuff, and I really like that change. Um, although I do think the ending can drag a bit sometimes, but that also might be partly due to repeat listens. Um, and then to go back on that further... I like the metaphoric fade given the theme of the song. Okay. Um, That's yeah. a weird, a weird way to end that, but yeah. I, yeah. A lot of flip-flopping. I know. Uh, I think I like the latter half more than the first, um, but I don't know. What do you think? Um, This one's fine to me. I like it. Um, If I remember, it's another song with like, kind of like you were saying, the intro is a little like a pretty prolonged, Mm-hmm. acoustic little build into it and i will say yep. even though i talked about the dynamics on this album being great that is one thing that i'm a pretty ragged of with radical face is the 30 to 60 second intro that's a slow build and then the yep. song starts like yeah. not even like it's a, an explosion it's more like okay now the song's starting um yeah that get gets that. a little tiresome after a while there's another song on this album that i uh tune out it's not any fault of it well it's a little fault of its own like i tune out of because it's just so standard radical face to me this is not <laughs> that um where it's but okay. it's just kind of it's close to that where it's like yep this sounds like trod well trodden ground um and there were certain songs on this album that will come up very soon that the music compelled me to look at the lyrics closer um this was That's not one really of those cool. to me where i was okay. just like i like it it's fine but I couldn't tell you a favorite lyric or anything I have from it. I just think it works. It is a bit story. I like the, I like the beginning, the sweat cuts rivers in the dust on your face. And it sounds like a song I'd write when I'm 16, where I'm trying to sound Uh... as impressive (laughs) as possible. It's the kind of line you write where you go, Oh, that's fucking deep. And it's very good. It's very good. But anyway, go on. But yeah, after like after that, nothing like when I think of this song, that's the lyric that pops out and it's the first line. Mm, okay. Okay. So I I don't know. After that, nothing comes to mind of like, oh, I love this lyric. Um, story. What's the story here? Hey. Uh, so Rivers in the Dust. Bailey from Summer Skeletons and Baptisms. Uh, those were like the happy songs where yes, yes, just yes, like yes. him and him and his friend Jim. Uh, well, Jim has unfortunately passed away, and Bailey now helps Jim's wife move west and all the Dust Bowl stuff that keeps coming up. Um, and in, the, in the late 1400s. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, you know, with trains and cars and uh, rocket ships and everything. Um, so they are journeying west together, and in the beginning, uh, Jim's wife resents bailey for being there uh but in the end after all the hardships they fall in love and they do it 
outside. And that's where the song comes in. <laughs> the song comes in when he comes in, if you know what I mean. Eyes are on the road before it disappears again. <laughs> um, Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cool. Good. No, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I like it gives a little more context. The lyrics make sense. That's about where I'm at. Cool. Well, I, um, I also think part of it for me is like, <clears throat> if I'm committed, mm-hmm. I need to then go after all this, go back and really invest myself more in the albums and the story. Because at this no. point, it feels like vignettes of different characters. Okay. And they're related in some way, but not one that I can track yet. Because I haven't seen the book. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, yeah. I and I can well, I can happily share that. I when I first got into them, I thought this was like so cool, and I made like play I like found found the family tree, and there used to be like a whole website and everything, and you could just like click on each song, and it would pop up with a story and YouTube link and everything, and that's gone now. Um, but when I found that, I made like playlists. Well, like I started with my favorite song, and then made a playlist of that line in the tree. Oh, that's sweet. And that was really cool to me. I was like, this is a sweet idea. I didn't find much, like, it didn't change much for me in how I thought about the songs or how I, like, grouped them. It was, like, an interesting grouping of songs, but I didn't, I don't know, it didn't add as much as I thought it might when I first started doing that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. You thought you thought you'd get more out of that than you did. Yeah, I was like, this is going to be really cool. And then I was like, oh, these like I like these songs, but I didn't like. I was like, oh, this is all the Applegate tree, you know, like a right. branch. It didn't, it didn't do that for me. Got it. Interesting. Um, that is really interesting. Which again may just be how I approach this project or music mm-hmm. in general, like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't like. I don't need to. Yeah. Okay. All Fine. Depends. Keep going then. The next one, uh, everything costs. Okay. So so good. That's it. No, I'm just <laughs> I really like the the back and forth synth piano beat, especially towards the end. Um, the bridge into the chorus outside of looking in at someone who has everything, and then while you don't, and having that like sympathy, um, maybe rightfully so, is really interesting. Um, I love the like. I heard that you'd say. I heard you say that you'd lost your way, but I don't think you had much to lose. The house is never built for you. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good. Um, I also Thinker. really, really liked this song. Um, it was the opposite, not the opposite of the one before, but the kind that listening to it musically at first, I was like, oh, I like this, but not like anything fantastic. Yeah, but it did make me go read the lyrics. I was like, I want to go yep. listen to lyrics, and and I was like, oh, okay, that helped a lot. Um, uh, but I agree. I think that was a fantastic lyric. Um, I really like the idea. My interpretation of the idea of everything costs 
mm-hmm. which is, and again, this is this. So actually, this is a perfect example, babe, where I've talked before about how hard it is for me to uh, put myself into songs that I know the story of, right? Yeah. Don't give me that face, but you know that, that concept, no. right? Yeah, you don't know where that's going yet. Okay. Oh, okay. So this song for me was one of the very first, probably the first time that I had the exact opposite reaction where I listened to the lyrics of the idea of, um, but everything costs, proof was etched into the back of my hands. And I think about like, okay, not to actually get too deep, but I think about the divorce and mm-hmm. being the one, you know, not TMI, but being the one who was, who made the decision that that was the right choice. And you know, a year and some change later, I still stand by that and agree by that. Yeah. But, but you lose something in that process and it's not necessarily yeah. something you need, right? Like, it's not like there's a regret there, but you do lose something. And so even the best decisions are the ones you have to make for yourself. Everything costs and yeah. that sticks with you. And so it was a, it was a great example of me listening to that and going, Oh, I feel that versus which character is this talking about and what are they losing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, maybe don't, don't have to agree, but um, no, I do agree. And I, I thinking about jutting in with the story because this is not, and I, I'll leave it mostly for the end, but sure. this is another one that is not in the family tree. It's about Ben. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. That that's that's what that smile was. Oh, you were like, sure. Oh, you know myself in this one, it, and I was like, like <laughs> I feel like um, it doesn't one, help because it's not part of the tree. <laughs> one song I won't give too, or one uh, lyric I won't give too much context to, but I love the I I think it's the chorus. The I ain't gonna hang my head for them. I ain't gonna yeah. let them paint the truth with sin. Uh, that is something. Uh, so and then the, the, the other half is great too, but that's something that I relate to a lot, you know, with my recent experiences of like the idea of, I'm not going to let somebody else's version of the story overrule mine when mine is what mm-hmm. I experience. you know, like yeah. this is the truth to me. And I think that's pretty powerful. So I, I enjoyed this one a lot musically. I think it's great. I don't think it's anything overly outside of radical face realms i love the melody of the Agreed. chorus specifically um but uh but i think no it- i agree i think yeah musically it's good it is the lyrics are the shining part of this yes, song yes exactly exactly I, I mean just every I, things i wasn't picking out before but like the opening verse dreams like coins down a well till i realized i was dumb for believing yep yep to the bird with no flight the skies don't ever offer respite just like constant reminders oh it's just so good sorry i just did a real quick no I, i'm sorry finish your thought research your moment no I, go back I, to I my don't... research moment no go ahead no i don't, I don't want I, i'd rather you much. i'm sorry i shouldn't have cut you off like that no I'm no, no. I, honestly i don't i i was kind of petering out in that like yeah th- there are so many lyrics here yeah. that i love that if you really dissect them they all like they all work. There are a lot of thinkers in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, what, what does that mean? And then you like think about the context of the song. You're like, okay, yeah, I can get that. But then well, outside that, of that, so, it's got a little something too. And so it, within that realm, uh, <clears throat> was that the, is that as much as you're going to say right now that it is not, it is one about Ben, or are you going to give more context on that in a second? I can give more context. I, I don't. Sure I, 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 however, first, I'll do my quick tangent first. I forgot okay. to mention that the um. In Rivers in the Dust, I, it's about halfway through the song, going back to the song before, where it kind of cuts out and it's just the drums kind of playing. 
and it's like this yeah um i really liked that moment in that song um where it kind of cuts through and it's just it's a really cool drum sound um and i love the beat of it and I, the reason why it's important for me to go back and note this is because I feel like he does something very similar in other tracks down the road. And it feels a little yeah. bit like this is the new trick I learned. And I did it two or three times, but this one being first works really, really well for me. And I like That's it a fair. lot. So I, I wanted to go back on that tangent because it will come up later and I don't want to forget. Okay. So anyway, okay. So the story for this one then, or as much as you want to share. So originally this was going to be about the younger sister from sisters. Uh, okay. The one that was like the mom. Yep. Was, yep. Yeah. Uh, I I do remember that line. Perfect. Um, but in the middle, so 2016, this album came out. Uh, 2015, he kept talking about. Uh, Ben's family had a huge falling out, and a lot of this is lightly paraphrased, mostly quoted. Okay. Um, from his quotes and stuff. Uh, but so Ben's family had a huge falling out during the making of this album. So this song became oh, wow. about him adopting a child moving and everything that was happening in his life and then so this song is from his point of view holy shit brings a whole new level to like the um let me find there are so many and now i can't find the line i was gonna look for um couldn't tell if you're crying or laughing they both sound the same when you ain't got no skin in the game um so I took up the fight, like he stepped in and the roaring in my head was like thunder and I uncurled my fists and allowed myself to not give a damn. So finally, like, just like the whole, it, that feels like that. All right, I have to do something. And then this is going to be really hard, but like, whatever, this is the final straw. I've got to do yeah. something about this. Right. Um, right. I heard, do you say that we lost, we lost, we lost our way again, the first thing I lost, but I didn't think we had that much to lose that path was never built for us just the like coming to terms with okay we've got to make a change here like mm-hmm. we felt this we felt something was off for so long and then finally it's like no this isn't right for us this isn't this isn't good we need to do something else I there's just like so much to think about there yeah yeah I, don't, I right. love it yeah I agree I, I think it's interesting to hear that. I, and I, I will admit I read a little bit about it, but I, mm-hmm. hearing that like it is very much about Ben's personal life. That's a really interesting aspect to me to it. Um, yeah. Especially coming, starting <clears throat> from a place of it being a story about one of the characters yeah. and transforming into this is about me. Um, And I agree that there's a, like you were just saying so many of the lyrics work on their own work outside of the context of the story yeah and i don't think that always happens with them but it does here for sure yeah and then actually the the one i was searching for immediately is the last one in the line Mm -hmm. or the song and i ain't gonna tell you it's okay when at the end of the day we were just something they'd blame yep just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really freaking heartbreaking it is yeah yep yep i feel one thing that I've felt fairly recently the past year or two, I've, I felt this in a very general sense, but in a more specific sense, the past couple of years is mm-hmm. I feel, and I'm going to speak a little bit for you, but you know, I feel like we it. were very 
lucky or blessed, depending on how you look at it, with the families that we were raised with. That not that our parents oh, are perfect by any chance or by any way. Although, mom, if you're listening, you are the most perfect of them all. But I've since since growing up encountered friends and colleagues and people that I've met who have had such horrible experiences with with yeah. family, with not just family but parental figures. Um, the way they show up or don't show up, and what they say and the way they put to you. And I feel so lucky to have parents who were so supportive and and kind and caring and um relatively like accepting and open people and when you hear about people who have the opposite experience especially now being part of a divorced family i'm i feel a little more sensitive to that where i go it's so cool to feel where i am now but the sympathy I feel for someone who hasn't felt that is a lot larger than it used to be. Not that it was bad before, but that now it's it, hard like, to relate. Yes. It's hard to relate. You can no try matter to be what. empathetic, but it's hard to understand. But I think that I, I, and I a hundred percent. And I think part of what helped me realize that is not taking for granted the parents I have yeah. and the family I came from. The second you start to appreciate that on its own merit, you can feel yeah. even more sympathy for people who don't have that because you realize what you do have. Yeah. A hundred percent. Anyway, I love your parents, man. Your parents are fucking, they're some of the best people I know. My parents are I pretty freaking incredible. I love As your are parents. yours. No, my parents are great. My parents are yeah. great, but like, and I, I can talk parents. about my parents. Hello, Cause I know you're listening. I love your parents, even though they're not listening. My parents. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, I don't know where I'd be without my parents. I mean, literally, both obviously literally, but also just, you know, in general, so not here, I wouldn't be here literally for damn sure. or figur- figuratively. Yeah. So we move I'd on. I'd probably them? be a millionaire by now. <laughs> <laughs> if my mom hadn't squashed my idea that I had when I was 12, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> All right, let's move on to midnight. Not the Coldplay right. song. Here is midnight. This is one to me that I can't unhear the story. The story is such a massive part of this song that it was one where like, even without looking at it, looking at like the meaning or the story part of it, I got what the story was child who is sick. They have the family sickness Mm -hmm. goes into the woods. And I will say, I admittedly thought it was a beast or a monster in the woods. The notes that I read say it's more of like a witch but goes into the woods, gets cured by this person, feels better now, but the, the thing goes away forever. Like the lyrics are straightforward enough in a story yeah. sense to me where I'm like, I know what the story is. I know what's happening here. Let me check. Yep. Mostly right. Um, now that, and that to me is kind of like, eh, cause it's the, it's like the opposite of the one before where I'm like, I know what the story is here. It's cool. Musically. It's nice. It's good. Um, I like the kind of sense of dread that it kind of it p- picks up at a few times. Agreed. Um, but it feels like the antithesis lyrically of what I'm like. Like, there's not much here that I can go. Oh, this idea really feels personal to me when I read the lyrics. Um, 
uh, I sink my teeth into your ribs and drew out the blood that had turned on you. Like, I know what's happening. Yeah. But right. What about you? <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think it, it's kind of middle of the road. It's better than some of the other non-chorus typical structure ones. Yes. Yes, uh, agreed. But it's not my favorite. Um, I enjoy the musical build in it. Um, and yeah, so you you pretty much nailed the meaning. Um, it is the the sister from that walked into the woods in southern snow that was just like a passing line in southern snow like oh our sister walked in the woods and we've never found her well yeah she walked in the woods and stayed there uh and lived on her own in the wilderness for a long time and then the narrator of this song a, a boy dying of cancer has heard about a witch that lives in the woods and goes to find her and finds her and then she bites him and sucks out the cancer <laughs> somehow carrying as you him. do as doctors now uh, do yeah and then she has to move for her own safety um so yeah I, like interesting story doesn't doesn't add that much to the song for me sure doesn't necessarily take away from it it did add i uh, like the the under i understand why you came to me and why you're not afraid uh-huh I like that line more knowing the context of the song of like, Oh yeah, he's dying. Is it piece of like, I sure. From yeah. The, yeah. Like what, oh, what, I, what, yeah, can I, what are you going to do? Kill me? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I feel like pretty on the same page with you where I'm like, okay, I get what's happening yeah. here. I don't dislike it. I can tell you that I will probably not be going back to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 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 That's fair. All right. Ship and port. The ship and port. I think it's so good. I don't, the breakdown at the end is really, really good. I love the violin and strings in it. Um, I love the bridge. The if a coward dies a thousand times, then there's a graveyard in my head because it took me yep. years to say the words that you did not even need said. Like you were just you were you were just there, but it took me so long to get to there. get there myself. Yep. Yeah. Um, save a song for the lost ones. We're the ones that need it the most. Love that. Um, knowing that he like never had, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's just so many things. I love it. I agree. I think it's fantastic. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I think the lyric that actually stood out to me more as kind of like college cliche, like I was saying earlier, but also really good was you said the ship in port is, is the safer one, but it's not the reason we were made. And the mm -hmm. second half. So forgive me if I wander off and forgive me more if I just stay. That is really good. I think that second yeah. half to me really works well. But I think this is a great combo of a lot of Radical Face things. I think the music is great. This I think this is like the Radical Face style that doesn't feel overdone to me. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, oh, yep, I've heard him do this before. It's innovative enough and new-ish enough. The lyrics are fantastic. The melody is great. I agree. I, I think the song is fantastic. Oh, great. And uh, so I'm just going to get into the... Yeah. the story because for me it adds a lot to it and we'll, we'll see if it does for okay. you as well uh so this is richard applegate 
uh, from Servants and Kings, uh, where, quick reminder, I believe, if I have the right one, that was where he was at war and kind of fell in love with another one of his soldiers, uh, soldiers uh, who he never saw again and, you know, likely died in the war. Um, so Richard over here comes back home from war uh, and finds that he does no, he no longer fits in or feels like he fits in in a small conservative town. Shocker. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Uh, he stays though and tries to fight it out, living life what he thinks he should or how he thinks he should until he meets a man that he falls in love with and uh, convinces him to start living for himself and who he really is. Okay. I dig that. I dig that a lot. Yeah. I think the, like the line that you said, it adds a lot more to that for me. Though, like you said, the ship is port in the, the ship in port is the safer one, but it's not the reason it was made. Right. Thoughts there? No. Okay. Okay. No, that I I think knowing the story to me adds to that of like the like oh yeah I I'm struggling here I I like I'm trying to fit in but I don't really feel like I belong right I'm not really being me and then no I agree I hear you I mean I I I don't think it I don't know if it adds that much to me but it certainly doesn't detract from anything I think it's just a perfect example of what that can relate to. Yeah, uh, that you know, what I mean, like it's a it, yeah, it's a perfect example of that. Um, but no, uh, but I agree. I think that's one of the best. I think I think it's it's a perfect mix of like that's a feeling a lo- everybody has had is in some way, shape, or form. I don't fit where I am right now, and this idea of the. Well, well, the sorry, not to I'm trying not to be try, not trying to be pretentious. Just think of the lyric, like the ship, the the ship in port is the safest one, but that's not where it's meant to be. Whatever, that's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Where it's like, okay, I can leave, and you can feel sad about that or be annoyed or whatever. But ultimately, down the road, you're gonna feel that even more if I'm still here. And yeah. so I I I like that concept of like. So forgive me if I wander off and leave you, but forgive me even more if I do just stay here and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause ultimately that's going to lead to me being less and less happy and that's going to blow up for both of us. And yep. yep. It's just not going to turn out well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Great. I'm glad. I like that. I like that. We both like that. Um, keep going then. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is photograph. I, not too much to say. Yeah, I, I think I like that he kept an instrumental track. It's interesting yeah. they changed up the position, the order. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's an instrumental. It, it flows in between the songs. Yep. No one else. I don't know. Nope, I agree. It's an instrumental, but I think it works. It's a good one. It's pleasant. It's not an instrumental that I feel like I have to skip. It's good. All right. Well All right, then. Uh, Let's uh, go on to third family portrait.
place where moving would have more food and my mother grew. I think it's not too bad. I think it's pretty solid. I think it's my hands down my favorite of the family portrait songs. Agreed. Uh, I really like the slow evolution musically and the the bongos maybe yeah. in the background. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know that it necessarily is a standout on the album, but um, in relation to the like first family portrait, second family portrait, hands down my favorite. I agree. I totally agree. I think it's good good not great maybe or maybe you know it's yeah there's nothing that offends me about it um <laughs> i agree it's my favorite of the family portrait songs for sir for sure mm-hmm. um kind of like uh everything costs it reminds me or i'm sorry uh uh yeah no everything costs it reminds me of mm-hmm. a song that at the t- i didn't even know at the time again that it wasn't about the story but it feels like one that is definitely right. story driven but relatable i agree this ideal this idea that like especially as a parent this idea of the general story to me being we don't have anything we leave to try to start something new and it's scary for the parent. And then down the road, it turns out we're doing okay. Like that's the very base story to me. Yeah. But as a parent, like I feel like relatable to that where it's like the number of times, even, even the the boys at like two and some change, right? Like they're not even two and a half, but this idea that you will put on a face, even if you are in the pits of despair, like that's very relatable. This idea of trying to cover up how scared you actually are to stay and brave keep it together for them. yeah yeah exactly so I, I i really like that whole concept um but i agree yeah it's good my favorite of the family tree songs or sorry the family portrait songs um but there's not anything that is like jaw-dropping to me yeah agreed so uh so this Story is time. back to genevieve uh all is well and west um uh, both all as wells um, so in West, they set out to go West and make it to the coast. Um, deep. <clears throat> and her and her husband didn't quite make it. They settled down in Colorado, uh, and started a family, had a couple kids. Uh, and after their youngest was born, uh, her husband died. Uh, and then this song is narrated by that, the youngest son, Wyatt, um, as the family picks up again and tries to finish what they started and make it to California, uh, in which they eventually do and settle down again. There. And they feel excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. This one's about right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's one to me that thankfully doesn't like detract from the song at all, but it doesn't add too much because it's what I expected it to be. You know what I mean? Like, not in a bad way, yeah. just like, yep, that checks out. Yeah, no, I agree. I like I'm reading the the end of this song again and the river of time will dry will drown these days out like talking about the the tiredness and how tough the journey is and everything and then but yeah, it was the year just after we stood and watched the sea, so they made it and that's good. All right. All right. Uh the next one, uh the road to nowhere. It's great. I like this one a lot. It's great. Um, 
musically it starts out really interesting and kind of stays there um it's a cool drum sound that that he has going on i like mm-hmm. the whole like um not synth but like the whole violin maybe it's a synth but like that whole yeah. sound going on i think that's a really cool uh yeah no i think musically it's oh it's that thing of like it's a great evolution for him while still staying true like you know yeah. it's a cool um new kind of instrumental kind of march um because he has a lot of marching yeah. and i think the drum pattern kind of repeats a little bit from road to nowhere like i talked about earlier but um oh this is road to nowhere sorry this um, is road to- R- rivers in the dust rivers in the dust where i'm like it's, it's that same similar pattern but it's still it's it's unique enough here where i think it works yeah. um it's not one lyrically that i dove into too much but i like this one a lot be- because the music was so pulling to me where i go oh this is different this is working so I, yeah. I completely agree. I think, cool. yeah, it's not one that I dive into lyrically that much, but yeah, I love the intro and instrumentation throughout. Um, I like how it starts more heavy dissonant, which again, feels newish for him. Um, Agreed. And then the piano solos work really well. Um, yeah. Really, cool. really enjoy this one. Um, so this is Abel. <clears throat> from the mouth of an injured head. Um, he had a son out of wedlock before that story. Uh, and that son, uh, who this story is about, was collected in the Gilded Hand experiments. That, like one creepy scientist dude. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, so his son is like a sleepwalker, similar to the I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but the lady like walked out on a lake yep. and had to sleep with bells and stuff. <laughs> yep. um, so <laughs> like wake up, find finding like writing on the wall and all this crazy shit. Uh, and while he's in this prison, basically, he wakes up one day covered in blood and the gilded hand dead. Huh. And he's didn't realize what he was doing, but he has killed the gilded hand and freed all of the other children uh, and so they escape together, and he kind of by default becomes their leader, having freed <laughs> them all. So it's kind of a happy ending. Yeah. Just but accidentally. Then, but then the song's called "The Road to Nowhere." <laughs> even if you, even if you rise up and have a revolution, even if you rise it's not up, gonna get you not gonna anywhere. That's <laughs> his life. Yeah. So no, yeah, that's it's, interesting. That's one of those like. The story on the tone is very never, interesting. Yeah, I would have never got just like it, the good yeah. in hand. I would have never ever gotten that from the song. Yep. Um, so I don't necessarily tie those two together, but it, like it's Agreed. on their own, they're interesting. Yes, exactly. But you, it's not a very direct. Like looking back on Midnight, where I go, mm-hmm. I know what the story is here. This is not that. Right. This is not you hear starting to go. Oh yeah, that was obvious. You go. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Let's keep going then. Or right. Gemini. Old Gemini. But nothing lives in perfect lines. Connections underlie the things we see. But the nuances went blind. And I am never singular. I was born a pair to walk along. My mirror shows the things I'm not. But he helps. Two or two of the last three listen throughs of the album that I've done. Yeah. This is where I've tuned out. And I, the last time I made myself go, listen to this song specifically, like make, mm-hmm. because you've tuned out. 
so I listened to it again, you know, specifically, and I was like, I I I listened to it, but I got why I was tuning out. So Interesting. This one to me is um I've said this before on a lot of other albums, not so much this one, but this one to me is like very standard radical face to me. Where again, the drum thing is kind of happening a bit, and I'm kind of like, okay, we've done this. Um, and it just feels it feels fine to me. I like it. Well, I mean, I don't even know if I'd say that. I don't dislike it, but I'm just like, this is not appealing to me musically <clears throat> in any way new. Interesting. Why? How do you feel? I love this song. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> and I like, I, I weirdly kind of agree with you. I like, I really like the strings in the song and the simple drums along with it but it's not super unique or new for him musically. I get that. It just works for you really well. It it does. And lyrically, it always really pulls me in. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I think there's a lot of lines that stick out to me. Mm -hmm. And then like, I can really follow the story of this one before Uh grabbing in and like finding out where it relates to on the tree. And I've always found that really interesting to me. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I don't like. I'd be excited. Does to, any I, of that stick out to you? Or did not anything... particularly. No, because it there were, like I said, with <clears throat> earlier songs, like there were some songs that I, I listened to this a lot while driving and working. And yep. if something stuck out to me, I would take a second to listen or read the lyrics to whatever song that was. And then there were some that were the opposite where, okay, it's not a bad song or makes me angry, yeah. but I don't care enough to go out of my way to learn more about it. Okay. And that one, that to me was what this song was where I was like, yeah, there's nothing that I'm like, okay, this is not good, but like, there's nothing that stands out as unique to me. So no, to be honest with you, no, there wasn't any of that that I related to not because I disliked it, but because. I was just like, okay, yep, this is fine, sort of a thing. So, okay. so yeah. I think I have a couple lines I'm going to highlight. I think yeah. I'm going to get into the story first, and it's actually funny because I think one of one of them in particular, I'll read it. I'll do that last, but I, okay. I wrote. I'm guessing you'll really like this. Really, um, <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I don't. Um, oh man. It, uh, it, yeah. I mean, okay. That's so funny to me. So Leslie Corbin. Nobody okay. knows anything. A sure. new character. Okay. Yep. Buys an sure. old abandoned house, which happens to be in the house of Victoria Northcote. Of where course children it does. It would up. not be this. It wouldn't yeah. be radical place without it being that. And while gardening one day, uh, she finds a metal box in the ground that contains a bunch of reminders that was buried by stone to help him get past his survivor's guilt. So like he could talk to Severus the whole time. And so right. like, apparently Severus made him like throw everything that reminded him into this box and bury it to try and just like everything that reminds you of me. We like, we got to let you live your life. Sure. Okay. One of the things in this diary was Severus's diary. So she reads this diary and is struck by this child's wisdom. Okay. So yeah, but wisdom's often heavier when found before it's time. Yeah, which just oof, man, that's good. like that that's is, a very good. Lyric. That's a great yeah, line. I like that. Um, and then again, I I thought that it I would be terrified, but it's worse to watch them watching. Again, that's just that's brutal. heavy, brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I, I love it though. Like those, yeah. those like things always stuck out to me and yeah, I could like feel the like, Oh, she's found something like it goes mm-hmm. back and forth between, Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm in the garden surrounded and then I found this thing and then like then switches to lyrics and it switches back to her and then back to lyrics. And I've liked yeah. that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and okay. So the last line that I like the last bridge that I uh-huh. really highlighted, um, he said, we all get stuck in circles, but nothing moves in perfect lines. Connections underline the things we see, but to nuances, we're blind. Great. Uh-huh. That and I am never singular. I was born a pair, but walk alone. Mm-hmm. My mirror shows the things I'm not, but helps me feel at home. That like the the twin connection that he's talking yeah. about i was yeah. like oh he's super gonna relate to this like i was born a pair yep and i have born never singular yep. like that just that like special connection that they have i definitely feel that with the boys but i, I like and and to its credit it was just that i didn't look into that like you saying mm-hmm. that now and me reading it i'm like yeah i love that that's that's great but at the time i was just like even the times yeah. that i was like listen to the song specifically by the end of it i was tuning out where i was like Okay, come on, come on back. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. That's beautiful, yeah, that's though. Fair. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. I like that. That's again, that's part of the story where that that's a that's a like deep enough story where I'm like, okay, what? Like, there's yeah. no way to get that, but in the context of it, it, it is good. So yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up then. Let's do one last track. The final song, "Bad Blood." You swore that it hurt you while pushing the knife through. That one gets me every single time. It's like, oh, oh this hurts me more than it hurts you. Like, yeah. Believe me, it's like the bullshit that like they got to tell themselves while they're yes. doing some bullshit well, that, that's that does, terrible. That relates just perfectly back to that. We, um, you said it was for me <clears> when you tried to break me. This is this is whole like, mm-hmm. I know what is best for you, period. No <sighs> exceptions, no question marks. Yep. So, uh, or I am the adult, so I know what's best. Yeah, do not question my authority. Um, that is that is one of those th- that that's the second thing I feel like that, or, or yeah. it's a similar, yeah, yeah, I really like that musically. Uh, I think it's a great finale to this album. Um, I haven't really thought of it much in terms of a finale to the whole like series, mm-hmm. but uh, I do like. I think it's a great closer. It has a very final feeling to it. It's, it's a good mix of the building and like the quiet parts without feeling overly uh, a treaded ground. Um, but I liked it. I do like it a lot. Yeah, I completely agree. I think like yeah, it's not. It's not something that I'm like musically. Oh, this is my favorite. It, like I'm gonna come back to this a ton, mm-hmm. but. It, it feels very fitting for the project for him. It's very spacious. Yeah. yeah. I think that sums up a lot of his stuff pretty well. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like thematically, I feel like it nails it. The last line of the project, but now I see where we came from. Can't grow a proper branch when half the trunk is rotten. Like mm. all of this. Oh, yeah. Can we break away from the sins of the father? Uh-huh. Um, love that 
Yep. Um, yep. One yeah, of the big like, overarching themes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like I love how he feels. It feels like he feels at peace with everything, and now uh-huh. he's telling a story about something that's done him wrong. Yeah. With the feeling that like a lot of time has passed and he's worked through it all or what he needs to work through or what he needs to get through and that he's looking back on it and just kind of explaining it or talking about it. But it like, it's got that, like, like we talk about with Steve, Steve a lot like that Uh acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know what you mean by that. Yeah, that's true. I I guess I, I didn't put much thought into it in terms of it being the finale of the, Mm-hmm. series as a whole but the way that you put it, i i i agree like it's it, it all of those things you said are very are perfectly true <laughs> yeah um, yeah which which is really interesting because i came up with all of that and then read today that in the book like how it relates to what the story is and this is again more on ben's life um so there you go <laughs> a bunch of again a bunch of family stuff brought up a bunch of old stuff for ben while writing uh-huh. And so this song is about his family history, which, you know, some lines make a lot of sense for yep. that. Yep. Um, and then he wrote, uh, so I'll, I'll quote this part. <clears throat> the original plan was to end with some sort of grand statement, but life rarely moves in a straight line and plans change and plans change. I've learned not to rail against it. This is where I've landed and I don't regret the trip. And That's I, good. I feel like I love those lines. And I also liked that he was able to capture the feeling in the like it before knowing that I would have uh-huh. thought this was a very fitting closer. To yeah. All, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he captures the feeling of like, oh, this is a good way to end it. But also it like it wasn't his original plan. It wasn't like it. Right. Right. The punches this the, and right. Still right. nailed it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that. I yeah, I it's weird. I don't have much to add to that line, which is weird for me, but I I just agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we made Here it. Here we are. The family tree aspect of this is done for now. There's the family tree, the droppings or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. So, Aww. on the whole, good. Great. Really really good. I again, I said this earlier, but I feel like I enjoyed myself more than I normally did listening to these albums because I had thrown away any like um, thoughts about the story, right? I was just like, do mm-hmm. you like these songs? And I, it makes me want to go back and listen to the albums and go, okay, throw like pretend you don't know there's a story going on here. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so I think I don't, again, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I definitely think that it, um, was my favorite experience listening to the album songs. That's fair. And I think, I, think he, I, I, I feel like he, it, it was the, it was the best mix of like knowing what he's doing and experimenting a bit, right? Like a balance yeah. the, there weren't two or three tracks like there were on the bastards or the branches where I go, this just sounds like the song three tracks before, like they're all distinct, but cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. What about you? Overall thoughts? I not that much from different from what I feel like I said at the beginning. I feel like okay. it, it it feels like a very fitting ending yep. to a lot of it. And yeah, Agreed. like the bad blood feels like a very fitting closer. 
Uh, a lot of the tracks had thematically feeling like wrapping up vibes a little bit, uh-huh. uh, but felt like they fit in the overall project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know that it'll be my favorite album in the series, but it is definitely up there. Um, yeah, some great stuff cool. in here. Uh huh. Good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, then let's move into it. Then the uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, servants and kings. I guess here's a question: Should we count photograph as as no. an instrumental piece? Okay, cool. No. So outside of photograph, then. Um. Well, I I I believe that the ship in port is your favorite is your king. It's your servant that I'm having issues with because I don't feel like there were any that you like actively disliked. Um, and so it feels like which one did you just love the least? And <laughs> I don't, I literally, I'm looking at all this stuff and I'm like, I don't have an answer to that. But I guess I'm going to guess. Uh, oh, geez, this is really hard. I'm going to, I'm going to guess midnight. Wow. Well. That's going to bring you into the lead because you nailed it. Two for two? Two for two. No way. I yeah. When you said whelp, I was like, it's either zero or two. I either got both <laughs> of them or neither of them. No way. Yeah. Midnight never really struck me this time. I don't know. I, I enjoy everything else. I like, sure, It feels, right. I guess, maybe the closest to Bad Blood musically, but Bad Blood feels like sure. such a perfect closer that I can't knock it okay oh that's interesting yeah yeah um and everything else is like a big positive um and yeah going into this i would have thought for sure it would have been secrets is my favorite but the ship and port really this this okay interesting okay well cool oh boy up by one i'm up by one but game in hand so that puts a lot of pressure on me so if you Um, if you got zero let's just say i would be one point ahead now correct okay okay got it got it got it got it okay um so i facetime i think your servants is you also didn't love midnight but i feel like i'm gonna lean towards old gemini and that's gonna be my guess and again your your kings i almost like i i think we could be the same lockstep again which has happened more than I ever thought. Would. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that part. Mm, I don't know. I don't know that anything sticks out for me. Like it sounded like the ship and port. You're positive. So yeah, I'm going to go with ship and port is your Kings and old Gemini is your servant. You know, I just went up by one point game in hand and I'm going to stay one point up. You were zero for two. My friend, my least favorite was also midnight. God damn it. To me, that song is it's the epitome of story over substance where I'm just yeah. like, it's fine, but like lyrically, there's the not much up between the two. Yep. What would you you said ship and port was my favorite, you said, right? What would you do? You, do you have a second guess? Because the I'll tell you No. Ship and port was my second favorite. Everything okay. costs came in, came in at number one. For oh, me. nice! I know that one really surprised me because I like I listened to this a bunch a couple a few weeks ago when we were kind of kind of getting ready to to yeah. record and then didn't. Um, so the most recent listen throughs after my first most recent one, in my head I was going, I really liked everything costs, and I was like, 
it doesn't even sound like it's the kind of song you would love, but it was the one that was in my head the most. And I think the <laughs> lyrics were part of that, like the personal yeah. experience. Yeah. But going back through the past couple of times, it stayed there. Ship and Port was really rising, but Everything Costs to Me came through as uh, lyrically one of my favorites. Uh, and then hearing the, reading the story nice. about why I added to it, and then musically it also added to yeah. it. Um, so, no, I yeah. Like that. You, you had both of my second choices is what I'll say. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I swapped it. I I kept my same for the favorite, but swapped it on the servants when I should have done the opposite. Yep. Yep. Well, it's okay yeah. though, because I'm winning. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next now? Now that we finished this and you were just saying there's not really a proper album after this. So we're gonna what's do, our next episode. We're, we're gonna do I believe three more episodes as a plan, and we can talk about that maybe oh a little my God, in flux. That's so at, much at least at least two more episodes. The next uh, time therapy uh, EP of six songs. Okay. That he released. And I will have to look in that and verify next time. Uh, But six song EP and he either immediately or in very short succession released an alternate versions of that. So we'll go through both. Oh, interesting. So would that be which ones we prefer? And those six songs got it. Be our so, next the, episode. so that that is your expectation is that I listen to both sides of that to have an yes. opinion on it. So, okay, perfect. Yes. Good to know. Beautiful. I don't know that we have to have too much, but I. But I you want me to have heard both segments? Of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Beautiful. Um, great. Great. And then um, we'll have the Hidden Hollow, which is another six episode or six song EP. Uh huh. Um, which I expect to be a shorter episode, and then huh. we'll wrap up. And, all right, perfect. Um, okay, so let's do it. And you just smile. I am gonna go for a board game this week. Oh, uh, yep, totally. Uh, Azul. I don't have you ever played that. Obviously not. No. I I don't know. I know. I know. I've never uh, heard of it. No, isn't that blue? It is. Azure. It is blue in Spanish. Uh, it is a tile placement game. Uh, it's wow. Kind of that's like new. An that's original. Games don't yeah. do that. Games I know. don't have you place tiles. I know. Who's ever heard of a tile or placing it? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's kind of like an abstract thing. So it's about making patterns with these distinctive colored and sure. pattern tiles. Sure. Uh, and I've. I got it a couple of years ago and really liked it. And then I started playing with my girlfriend and then over Christmas, we brought it home and showed it to her family and everyone huge hit. Wow. Um, and now we've gotten some, there are like not expansions, but alternate uh, like offshoots of it that are the same kind of mechanisms, but new mechanics a little bit. Okay. Um, and gotten a couple versions of it and loved everything and that's that's kind of the gateway everyone that i've ever played with it uh played it with loves it uh so well next time i come be... over i'll you have can to play, play it. it with me i'd love to play that yeah yeah because you seem to say that it's great so... two to four players uh, okay love it that's limited that's a limited group it is a limited group but okay okay it works i dig it i dig it um Great. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to choose a movie, a film, not mm. even a movie, a film. Um, and I'm going to choose the film uh, Banshees of, of Inisherin. 
of Anishirin. I think I believe it's Anishirin. Uh-huh. Um, but it is the newest film from Martin McDonough, who did Mont McDonough, who did uh, In Bruges, um, Seven Billboards Outside of. What are you laughing at? Yesterday, yeah, girlfriend was over, and I but the old ball and chain, the was old ball and chain. <laughs> and it comes to a point in the evening where we're just hanging out. We're like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, all right, well, we're either going to continue watching Taskmaster or we're going to watch this movie. So I put on the trailer. I was like, I want to watch it no matter what. So I, if you're interested, we'll watch it together. If not, yep. I'll watch it on my own. So I put on the trailer and I was like laughing the whole time. I'm like, oh, this looks great. And it ended and she was like, but what's the, what's the plot of it? I don't like, what's the point of this movie? <laughs> It's funny because I had almost I like, the exact I guess same experience. I will be experience. watching the, this alone. This alone. <laughs> I had almost the exact same experience where we were trying to pick a movie to watch. Uh-huh. So it, it's the guy who did In Bruges, Seven Billboards Outside of uh, something Missouri, but, but so I forget mm-hmm. the name right now. Um, Ebbing, I think it is. And then Seven Psychopaths. And Noisy, In, Bruges, yeah. <laughs> In Bruges is one of is like top five films for me of all time. I love In Bruges. Great. So he's one of those guys that everything I do, I'm ready for. And um, this movie has the same two leads. It has Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson as the two leads. Of, and and so I have been – it was one of those movies where in the town that I live in, it's just far enough away from a major theater that anything limited release we don't get in town. We have, we have an AMC in town, but like Banshees had like a bit of a limited release and it really wasn't in Holland. And I was traveling when it came up for work, so I didn't get the chance to go into town and see it, which really yeah. pissed me off because – it's one of my favorite writer directors and right. I didn't get to see it. So I had the exact same experience where we were trying to pick a movie to watch and I showed her, we watched the trailer and she didn't say that, but she was just like, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like something I'd be interested in. And I was like, I get that because like at first glance I'd agree, but I trust him enough and the actors yeah. to know I'll love it. So I ended up watching it by myself a couple of days later and it was my favorite movie of last year like very tail end right like last yeah. week or two of, of of december i finally watched it um but it is so it's a shower not a grower it's a shower not a grower well no it's a grower. <laughs> it's a grower not a shower i'd say um acting is phenomenal all the four major leads and all of the you know the extra not extras but like supporting characters are amazing the writing is phenomenal the directing the shots are beautiful um it is everything I wanted it to be and more. And it is a movie that warrants a lot of repeat watches because everybody, you know, part of the question is that, is this better than in Bruges or is it worse than in Bruges or whatever, you know, like to me, it is right under, it it very much shot up to like my second favorite film by him. Yeah. I need to watch it more to know if it's better than in Bruges or not. Um, Which is fair. You've seen in Bruges a bunch of times. I've I've seen in Bruges probably yeah. 15 to 20 times i really love it. oh i i adore it it is i watched it the ones with you and i loved it and i don't know yeah. that i've ever seen it again and oh like really the last couple of years i'm like i need to watch that again and I no that is it, that is the that is a, that is the definition <clears throat> of a comfort movie to me like Shaun of the dead in bruges uh, so many like so, yeah. it's one of those movies dan, dan in real life that i will watch oh, at yeah. any point just to feel just to feel comfort right um, but I yeah. can't recommend it enough. It, it's it was it was everything I wanted it to be and more. So, um, yeah, cool. Well, well, next time we do our bro down hoedown, we'll watch that and then we will uh, yeah. um, play Azul. So it'll be perfect. Yeah, we will. Well, 
um, there it is. All said and we done. Made it. In, a, in a tight, concise 42 minutes. Um, thank you what? all for... No, I'm no kidding. way. No, it'd be hilarious. No. Um, <laughs> Two hours and 42 minutes, maybe. There it is. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening, as always. Um, sorry thank about the you. break. Well, hopefully, it'll be less next time. But Thanks for um, hanging in there for our concise albums uh, and songs yes, of the year. Yes, yes. Appreciate it. That was really what made this podcast thrive. It's you. Mm-hmm. It's the fans. It's the fans. So... Um, all right. You. Well, hey, it's always you. It's always you. It's never not been you. Um, thank you all. See you next time. Hear you next time. And, uh, you know, world peace and peace and love. And I didn't see the I Beatles tough shit. Yeah. Bye.